Hey, thank you for listening to us, Melody and Foreman. Yeah, on our podcast, On Demand, every week we are here and we're trying to put an end to this debate. What's more popular? What's more useful? What's a better Christmas gift in Halifax? An instant pot? (laughs) Not an Instapot, Foreman. Or an air fryer. Oh. I don't know how we ever did without an air fryer. Wow. We keep hearing that. Plus. Is it too late to break up with someone now that we are this close to Christmas? And how should a secret Santa gift exchange work? You're not supposed to ever find out. That's the whole point of secret. Oh, you're not supposed to ever find out? No. Okay, well, now we don't agree at all, Rick. <laughs> now none of us agree. Where our circle of trust includes you, Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. I have been doing a deep dive on Google as to whether or not there are official secret Santa rules. And you know what? There are not. Yeah, but you know what is right in the name? The word secret. Yes, but there's no official ruling on whether or not you shouldn't identify yourself to the target after they've opened the gift. How does it work? 902-425-1035. How is it supposed to work? Because we had our staff Christmas party over the weekend and we did a secret Santa gift exchange. We didn't all sit around and open them at the same time, which I kind of wish we did, mm-hmm. where you could try and figure out, okay, haha, what's this? Who did it come from? I wonder if it came from Melody. Did it come from Ian? Did it come from Russell? I don't know, right? No. But that's part of the game where now I've got this Jack Black skincare gift set, which includes Turbo Wash Energizing Cleanser, (laughs) Turbo Wash Moisturizer, and Pure Clean Daily Facial Cleanser. Someone is really trying to tell you something, and don't you wish, don't you wish you knew who that person was? I'm assuming it's somebody who doesn't know me. Well, that's And it was just in a bargain bin at Winners, $20 limit, perfect. But you don't see it that way, because what did you do with the gift you gave? Well, first of all, I wasn't going to be at the party. So I figured I'm never going to be able to tell her, hey, I was your secret Santa. So I put my name on the little little card that, you know, comes with the gift bag so that, oh, (sighs) she's going to get it. And maybe she'll see that card first or maybe not. Who knows? Doesn't matter. She still didn't know I was her secret Santa. It's still a surprise that I was her secret Santa. From Melody. Yeah, but it doesn't matter once you have the present. The game is over. Donna, it's texted. You're not supposed to let the person know who the gift is from. Lynn from Eastern Passage says, Team Foreman on Secret Santa. Keep it a secret. Jen from Lower Sackville says, This is going to hurt my soul, but I agree with Foreman. It's secret and should remain that way. Man. What do you think, Rick? <laughs> oh, you're totally right, but it's supposed to remain a secret. It's all part of the fun. Yeah. you got to look around and try to guess who gave you the gift. That's half of the what the secret means is matching the gift to the <laughs> gift giver, right? You're not supposed to ever find out. That's the whole point of secret. Oh, you're not supposed to ever find out? No. Okay, well, now we don't agree at all, Rick. (laughs) Now none of us agree. (laughs) A lot of times it's a gag gift, too, so you really don't want them knowing it was you that gave it to them. Well, Well, that's typically not at the office Christmas party. No. You know, I don't know where you work, Rick. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks very much for chiming in. Not a problem, guys. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. (laughs) Gary. Gary. <laughs> what are your thoughts on how a secret Santa should work? Well, Foreman, as I, as I think you can fully understand, 
It's a secret Santa. Yes. And a secret Santa is something you're supposed to keep a secret, so people aren't supposed to know. Who knew? Only some of us noticed that. Yeah, and so (laughs) the problem is that if somebody believes that secrets are only until you see somebody else or until you have a thing, then I wouldn't be telling them any secrets. Okay. It seems like it's going to be a lot of trouble for you. Mm. This is not I like see. a game of of telephone or like some juicy gossip. This is Secret Santa. And the whole fun is that you don't know who's going to give you the gift. Yes. And then you have your gift and you open it up and then you have someone there that's smiling and they're like, I was your Secret Santa. And then they're like, oh my God, that's so exciting. You're right. <laughs> After sure. they see what they got, and then you could say it was from me. It's fun to sit and wait and try to guess who it is. Yeah, it sounds it sounds really super fun. Except that <laughs> now Foreman has no idea who gave it to him, and he's probably never going to find out because we have two offices here, and we don't see half the people that work here mm-hmm. because of the hours we work. Whereas my person got to go home and enjoy her lovely gift from me, knowing it was from me. You're sweet, Melanie. <laughs> Do you, are you taking any pleasure in the fact that poor Foreman has no idea who gave him that gift and is tortured? <laughs> there you go. That's the purpose of Secret Santa. It's fun for Gary. It's fun for yeah. Melanie. Yeah. You're welcome. Just, just plug your nose and keep working. That's all. <laughs> Well, Remy, is that what? Why have you called? To tell you the right way, you're supposed to do secret Santa. Oh, right? uh, all right. The way my family does it is we try to guess after we open our gift. So we get our gift, and then we try to guess who gave us our gift, and it just makes it a little bit more fun, you know? Because you're going to find out anyways. I'm going to tell you, I can't keep a secret. But so we after, might as well make a out of it. after the fact, right? At least let them have the joy of opening the gift and trying to guess first. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else would know. I mean, my sister, I can't keep the secret. <laughs> but that's different. That's like close family. You all know each other. You can, But when you have a office Christmas party where you don't know half the people, like, that's not a part of the, a function of the game. <laughs> that's no fun. Why are you doing a secret Santa when you don't know the people? Great question. <laughs> I'll forward that to our boss. <laughs> Guess there's not included in next year's exchange. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Remy. Um, (laughs) Kirsten, wrap this up for us. Everyone's on Team Foreman so far. So I am going to say I am on your side, Melody. Um, Sorry, Foreman. But that's like, if if you don't have any, like if someone's not going to know, you have no responsibility to get anything that you know that they would like. You can cheap out and I just feel like it's, if you don't have that expectation that someone's going to find out, then you can just literally do nothing significant. If you don't know the person, then it's your job to find out through other people that you work with that what they're into and what you think they would like. That's part of the responsibility of being a coworker or whoever you're gifting to. Totally. So owning up to being someone's secret Santa is like part of accountability. Yes, exactly. And it's also fun. Like, if I get... Like, I, I, I'm actually, no, my dad won't be listening right now. <laughs> I have my father for Secret Santa this year in our family. He's going to know it's from me right away anyways, because all my gifts are basically mocking him. So <laughs> yeah, he's, he's going to know that it's from me, and that's part of the fun. So you don't so. need to write on the card from Kirsten. So, Melody, that is partly where I differ. I won't, I wouldn't put from 
Kirsten, but that being said, we do it all in a group, and chances are I will just hand it to him. Fair, and, that, and that's what I, that's usually it's what her father. No, usually in Secret Santa, that's what happens. Everyone comes and brings the gift, and then gives it to the person themselves. Surprise, I was your Secret Santa, and then it's really, really fun and funny. You guys are missing half the fun and funniness of trying to figure out who it came from. Yeah, but it, are you figuring it out? Have you figured it out? No, I haven't. Uh, yeah. I'm you trying. Won't. And you're not going to because <laughs> it came from someone that you probably never, ever have ever seen before. Here's the thing, Foreman. Melody and I appreciate Christmas and all things festive related, and you clearly don't. Yes, I've heard know that. multiple times you being referred to as Scrooge. Uh-huh. So I think that we automatically take the win on this one. Thank you guys you. are <laughs> ruining the magic of the gift exchange, and you're the only one that agrees with Melody. It's true, Kirsten. No, I'm, no. I'm, I'm sorry. Sure you're screening us. You're screening people. <laughs> no, I'm not. Big green tractor rides. <laughs> yeah, you're having more of them because it's the holidays. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas, Melody and Foreman in the Morning on Hot Country 103.5. That's us. And uh, yeah, we we actually are what taking you more big green tractor rides. stuffed there in that stocking? <gasps> Sorry. <laughs> Got any other one? <laughs> Let me unwrap that Christmas gift? No, I have no other ones. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> yeah, I think Justin Timberlake and uh, Andy Samberg have a song about that. Ah, but, yeah. yes. <laughs> yep. No, you actually, we are riding the big green tractor, taking a, you know, checking each other for ticks a little more often ah. during the holidays. Why? I, I feel like before you even tell me from wherever this silly deep dive is that you've gone on to find this information. Mm-hmm. I know why. Eggnog and mulled wine and Buck's <laughs> Fizz and all the other things that give you uh, artificial liquid Christmas cheer. Yes. Uh, there's that in copious amounts and so mm-hmm. you're feeling extra festive. Sure. Why, uh, no, why not? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's A. B. Uh, Santa has come so your kids are <laughs> occupied. Well, get your Bring out of the gutter. <laughs> he has arrived to deliver <laughs> a present. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! We're talking about children. So your kids are occupied. Yeah. So you have more energy because you're not their sole source of entertainment. Right. Uh, and C, you're just like off work for a little extra time and happy for a change. Yes! The online searches for the word of that activity. You know, not Big Green Tractor, but you know. Oh, we know. The word. We know. Uh, it dramatically increases during the holidays. Why? Because, yeah, you're on vacation. Yes. It's cuffing season, the time of year oh. when people like to couple up, even if it's just temporary and cuddling not only warms you up when it's cold out, but it boosts your mood too. Winter, just in general, may boost attraction. Another study reveals that men find women's bodies more attractive in the winter than in the summer. Interesting. Possibly because everyone's all bundled up. So I can't see my body. <laughs> they can't see it. So he's like, damn. So you're just fantasizing about what 
what they might look like. Or maybe there's some sort of biological evolutionary thing because we all used to, you know, like hibernate. Mm -hmm. And so they're like, hey, that last looks like she could last throughout the winter. I'm going to stick with that plump partridge. Right. Hi, it's Scotty calling. (gasps) Scotty! It's Scotty! Scotty! He's got a rocking little buddy! Just called about the Christmas time uh, coitus. <laughs> That's a better name for it, yeah. I was just going to say that as the temperature drops, so does my wife's standards, so. <laughs> <laughs> that helps too. What's better, an instant pot? Or an air fryer. And it seems that the majority has, well, the majority opinion. Ashley in Dartmouth has texted, Last year I exchanged my Instapot gift for an air fryer. Zero regrets. Mm-hmm. Jessica said, I use my air fryer several times a week. My Instant Pot, though, never, unless I'm making cheesecake. Wow. Uh, Jennifer and uh, Beaverbank, thank you for texting. I love my double ninja air fryer. Oh, gosh. I got an instant pot a couple of Christmases ago and everything tastes the same. (laughs) But you could be like my mom, who literally built a whole counter over her oven because she used the instant pot so much that she never had to use her stove again. Wow. Maybe she's like Sheila in Stewiak who texted... Don't get an air fryer. Mine collects dust. I hate it. Okay. See? Again, majority. And then there's my mom and she. <laughs> there's always one. <laughs> Who's this? It's Andrew. Andrew! It's a call from Andy. But he calls himself Andrew. A few years ago, my wife really wanted the Instapot. Yep. So we got it. You know, the first meal, oh, yeah, this is pretty neat. You know, we had Crock-Pot for years. Yeah. And two, three, four meals later, I don't think it's been touched since. Because <laughs> uh, no, nobody really cares for it. I still prefer to use the old Crock-Pot. Exactly. And here we have my mother, who is, who's currently messaging me, saying, I'm just surprised you don't use your Instant Pot. It makes everything so much faster. Hard-boiled eggs are the best. It's more work to take the Instant Pot out of the cupboard. Yes. A pot works. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Now, the one th- the t- actually, two things that we did buy in the kitchen that are used religiously, the air fryer. Ah. I, I don't know how, but see, we're, you know, family of five, right? Yeah. How we ever did without an air fryer. Wow. We, we keep hearing that. We That's keep a, hearing that. Uh, I will be honest. I was very skeptical at first. Uh, how much are we going to use this? Is this going to be another Instapot fiasco? Yeah. Uh, but no, we use it religiously. And I mean, I even, you know, for giggles one night, I was home by myself and, you know, took a T-bone out of the freezer and 18 minutes, medium well from... Frozen to cook, uh, still juicy, seasoned, the whole bit. Like, I, I was quite amazed, actually. In an air fryer? In an air fryer. Shut up. Uh, I just assumed all it did was make a nice little crust around things. I didn't know that it also just, like, you know, legitimately it's cooked them. so almightyly powerful. They can do anything. The other thing that my wife uses religiously, we bought one of those little ice makers. I mean, I was, I was buying two, three, four bags of ice a week. Uh, because we're on well water, so our, our tap water, when you freeze it, there's like iron in it. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that, the ice just doesn't taste oh, that makes okay. a huge difference. Yeah. We have a we have a freezer that 
makes its own ice, but we never use it because we don't drink like cocktails or anything like that. And uh, right. we don't really use it in our regular drinks. But Lily likes to go and pick out ice and put it in her mouth and then put it back. So we also <laughs> advise our guests not to use it too. Uh. Is that like the, the bare peanuts that look kind of you know flat <laughs> on the counter? No, they were chocolate covered. Don't touch them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> can't help that this is what's in the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie and Foreman. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending. The biggest Christmas debate that we have ever had since 1988 has finally been resolved because we now have the definitive answer from the hostage Christmas party situation itself is Die Hard a Christmas movie. Bruce Willis has said in the past that it isn't. Well, it doesn't matter to Bruce Willis because he He's not the one who made the movie, but the people who did say... Bruce Willis. Mother the coast, we get together, have a few laughs. <laughs> Alan Rickman. Do you really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee-ki-yay, Together in the greatest Christmas story ever told. <gasps> what? Oh, there it is. They chose a lane. It was Candy Cane Lane. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, Merry Fruitcake. <laughs> The HoHo 100K is tomorrow with Ryan running 100K around the commons. Is that right? And I'm going to be doing it dressed up as Santa Claus uh, in the rain. And uh, it'll be all for some really awesome uh, children and youth-based charities. It's really fantastic. And yeah, you are raising money for uh, Phoenix Youth Programs. And if you uh, exceed your goal of $1,500, uh, all the money goes to Family SOS, Ronald McDonald House. And I get that you're an ultra marathon runner. You're from here. You're passionate about running and helping others. But why 100K around the commons dressed as Santa? <laughs> so uh, I'd always wanted to do 100 kilometers. And I was planning to do it before the end of the year. So about like two or three weeks ago, I was actually down the state and I did a 50 miler, which is 80 kilometers. Wow. And I was driving back and I was thinking, well, I always wanted to raise some money. I always wanted to try to give back. And I was actually driving back to my dad and he said, well, why don't you dress up like Santa Claus and do 100 kilometers around the commons? And I thought, thanks, dad. That's a great idea. <laughs> it is a great idea. And yeah. of course, it's going to be raining because that is Halifax snow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Out of curiosity, how many times around the commons is 100K? Uh, so I think it's about like a kilometer and a half each lap. So whatever the, the math works out for that, but uh, right. a lot. Yeah. I can't math it's that math. Be, yeah. I'm hoping to do it in around 10 hours, but with the weather, it might take a little bit longer. I know when I did my 80K, I did an 80K at the commons probably a month ago. Wow. It took me a little, a little under eight hours, but that was a, a nice sunny day. So, Wow. <laughs> yeah. What time in the morning will you be starting? Uh, so I'm actually going to be starting at 7 a.m., and okay. then I'll be there all day. We're going to have uh, a tent set up. We're going to have some hot chocolate and coffees and stuff for donations. And it's, uh, I actually encourage as many people that want to come down, like come down, run a lap, walk a lap. We're trying to make like a, a really awesome event where I know i got like a bunch of my friends coming out. And, uh, yeah, so we're trying to get as many people out as possible. I'm still thinking of the of the logistics of this. <laughs> Are you going to bring multiple Santa suits? Because I just imagine very quickly your Santa suit's going to be very sad. Yeah, so uh, we actually have two Santa suits. Okay. And we have in the, inside the tent, we're going to have a heater. Okay. So hopefully I can run so far in one, get soaked, take it yep. off, put the other one on, and then try to... Try to dry off the uh, the other Santa suit, and I'm, I'm going to have a, a rain jacket. So you thought of everything. Uh, so the forecast is a high of five, which isn't too cold. No, but 
it's rain at times heavy in the morning, yeah. about 15 to 25 millimeters, wind gusting to 80 kilometers an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's rain or shine. So back a few weeks ago when I picked the date, I said, you know what, even if it's raining or snowing, or we're just going to we're gonna have a good time no matter what. And I think uh, maybe the rain will add to the, the legend of it, of, oh, it's yes. raining. And I just st- still got it done, you know, so. Are you, will you partake in any coffee and hot chocolate during this 100K? Oh, I will definitely be drinking a lot of coffee. I know that <laughs> yeah. for sure. And, uh, yeah, we've actually been really lucky so far. Like, I think we've already, I think the total's at, like, 2,500 already. So we surpassed the 1,500 oh, wow. programs. Yeah. yeah, and now we're going to be uh, any extra money we're getting just is going to be split between Family SOS and uh, Ronald McDonald House. Oh, this so you, is amazing! It is. You can donate at hoho100k.com, and uh, because we have to ask, I have to ask if you're an ultra marathon runner and you're doing this a hundred kilometer an hour, ten hour run. Yeah, how do you last so long? I by the time I get to like 4K and I feel like I'm yeah. dying. Oh, we're still talking about running. Okay, yep. yep. <laughs> um, Just a Santa. <laughs> yeah. Santa baby. Yep. Yeah, it's one of those things where like it's just a lot of training. Yeah. yeah. Then you, you just have to. It's, it's almost the more you do it, the more use you get to doing it. So it's it's kind of like over the summer. I only really started training for ultras in like June. I'd always been a marathon runner, but I decided like, okay, I want to do ultras. And I want to try to see how far and how quick I can progress to like 100K. But it's almost like if you can figure out your pace and you, you just run a lot, you get used to it. It's not that like unattainable. Or no, like and I, it's a journey. I believe anybody could do it. Every ultra marathon at one time was someone who ran 4K. I hope to see you out there to do maybe a couple laps with me. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, Look what you just did. It's raining. <laughs> My kids got yeah. dance. You know, I'm really tired yeah. today. Yeah. Well, I'll, be there. I'll be there all day and you can just come down and grab a coffee maybe if, if, if you don't if you don't want to run. But uh, yeah, yeah. I'd love to see you guys. I am all about free coffee, so. <laughs> and yeah. all about supporting a great cause and this is a great cause. Absolutely. Hoho100k.com to donate for Ryan doing 100k and now all the money is going to Phoenix Youth Programs, Family SOS and Ronald McDonald House 7am Halifax Commons tomorrow he'll be there whether you are or not yeah thank you thanks Jake thank you guys for having me on and let me spread the message I'm just really excited to be able to to give back to some children and youth this year that could uh, really use it by next year I might be able to do a whole 5k Maybe you could even do 10. Dressed oh, as Mrs. Claus. Okay, well, we're, <laughs> run, we're out of time. <laughs> What's it for you? Like the, the big item that you either already have gotten at a past Christmas and don't use or are trying to get this year and are probably not going to end up using it. Jade, I think it's going to end up this way for you. You texted, I asked for a pet grooming table to save money on pet grooming, and then I can't be mad at the groomers if I mess up on my dog's cut. You are mm. you are never going to use that thing? A whole pet grooming table? Yeah, I, I feel as though when you get pet groomers, what you're paying for is the convenience of not having to do it yourself. Exactly. That's, otherwise, you would just groom them regularly <laughs> yeah. at home anyway. When yeah. you get the whole table to try and psych yourself up for that activity, yeah. it's not going to happen. That's going in the storage room and then all the other stuff's getting put on top of it. Yeah, I hope whoever you asked for the pet grooming table is listening so they know, don't get Jade the pet grooming table. 
table. Uh, somebody else has texted about, uh, oh yeah, because we read Ashley's text earlier that I'm asking for a soda stream because I think I want it. Somebody says, she will never use the soda stream. However, I do use my air fryer almost daily. The soda stream? Okay, we did get a soda stream four years ago, and I did love the soda stream, but then you have to replace the, what is that, the the CO, it's... it's the cartridge? The cartridge with, yeah. that gives, puts the, what is it? Is it carbon, carbon, carbon dioxide? dioxide? Okay. Not monoxide. No, no, don't no. don't drink that. <laughs> um, and so we we never we never use it again because a we didn't replace the cartridge and b we dishwashed the specific receptacle that you have to use to put the stuff in and it like molted it. Oh. And so now it's just in our cupboard, but someday it'll come back out. No. No. <laughs> Garage sale. Yeah. Andrea, you've uh, gotten some interesting gifts from your mother as well. Like what? One here, I got a sheep, which was amazing. Wait, a sheep? Like a ba? Yes. Yeah, like An animal? Uh, a live one, and it was pregnant, and it was so cool. Wait, and my sister got a cow. Um, those were fantastic gifts. You got a you, pregnant sheep? You got a yes. sheep that made more sheep. <laughs> and your sister yes, got a cow. And these are Christmas gifts from your mom. That keep on giving. <laughs> Sad oh, they do. Literally, yes. I had that sheep for several years. And I'm I mean, sure I grew so. up on a farm and we showed them in 4-H oh, and... Sh- and and so that was fantastic. You really need to lead with the fact the that you're on, on a farm. farm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it really didn't like riding the elevator every day. So. I was going to say, like, the sheep's next to the Barbie dream house, like, <laughs> in your playroom. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, growing up on a farm, we did have the odd um, pig, sheep, horse in our house at a time or two. In the house? Uh, for my sister's eighth birthday, she got a pony, and it came into the kitchen. <gasps> it was a thing. You were Mrs. Doubtfired. <laughs> That's Mrs. Doubtfire. That's the cause of the divorce. <laughs> <laughs> well, my father's a veterinarian, so not really. <laughs> it comes it's, with the territory. It's the opposite of Mr. Doubtfire. You're right. I see. But the gift that um, is currently sitting in my house, barely used, is a weaving loom. A loom. A weaving loom. Like you are a princess in the 1400s. Did the princesses actually do that, though? <laughs> I thought they had people who did that for them. Yo, you're a, you're a peasant in the 1400s. <laughs> and it's the whole room where you weave an elaborate tapestry. But I don't use it. Well, of course you don't. She really should have got you a pregnant moose this year. That would have been... <laughs> better way to go. I don't know. For somebody who has sheep and ho- cows and horses running through the house, a loom does seem, you know, right on the nose. It does seem appropriate. Yeah. Yes. Do you, are you getting a butter churn this year? <laughs> oh, don't forget the pig that lived in the living room for like... Oh, oh, we'll never forget three that. Three months? No. no. That was implied. We knew the pig was there. <laughs> Waiting for Dial a Carol, the students at a residence at the University of Illinois that have been doing this since the 60s, 24-7. They'll sing a Christmas carol to you over the phone, but today is the last day. Mm, love that song. Does that song have words? No, it's the... It's a, it's a ballet. Hello, thank you for 
thank you for Don Carol. My name is Galila. Who am I speaking with this morning? Galila, we are Melody and Foreman calling from the radio station Hot Country 1035 in Halifax, Nova Scotia, Canada. And we are glad to be talking to you. Canada, how are you guys doing today? <laughs> so happy to, to be talking to you. Have you had many calls from our great white North Country? There's only one other person here today. <laughs> okay, it's kind of a, a relaxing morning, ah. but um, no, I mean we've been getting we've been getting a lot of calls. About thirty from Canada. You are oh. number twenty six. Huh. Okay, not as that's, that's not disappointing. That there yeah. should be more. Yeah, I know. Hopefully, you know, we're doing our part to raise awareness here in Canada Mm -hmm. uh, about you because maybe not everybody knows. Spirits are high. Everything's kind of wrapping up. We're almost halfway through the week. So, you know, things are things are wrapping up. That's good. What are you taking? I'm a communications major. Ah. Uh, already putting it to the perfect practice then. Honestly, look at me. And I'm also, I was <laughs> one of the members of, because I'm also an RA here at Snyder Hall, and I was one of the people coordinating Dial Carol and planning it out. So okay. I've really been, Dial Carol's been on my mind for months now. You've been so I'm busy. just now singing. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it will be on your resume. <laughs> Yeah, it most definitely is already on there, so <laughs> even though it's not over yet. Now, speaking of skills... Yes, um, we, uh, we, if there's only two of you there this morning, we may, may need the both of you. So I don't know if your, your other Carol is busy right now. I mean, sounds okay. busy in the background. Unless you're able to do two voices at once, <laughs> but... <laughs> I have a feeling I know where this is going, but I'd love to hear the request anyway. Oh, uh, you know what? I'd, I'd like you to guess what we we're going to request yeah, for you. I think, I think I know what she thinks we're going to ask for, which she thinks we're going to ask for, baby, it's cold outside, but we're not. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Well, now I'm curious. Uh, uh, how many times have you sang Carol of the Bells so far? Oh, my God. No, you know what? Every time somebody's asked for this, I've always been alone. So I'm kind of a seasoned vet at carrying my voice. At I'm not going to overhype it too much, but Ooh. I wow. can... I can definitely give it my best shot. Okay, so now it's Galila and Matthew. We did have... Hi, Matthew. Hey, Matt. We did have a specific request for how we were hoping it would be done. (laughs) Are you guys... If we were to say, can you sing it in a round, do you know what we mean? Yes. (laughs) We just wanted... You were were having Um, a nice, relaxing morning, and we just wanted to mess it all up for you, add a little pressure. Yeah. Do you want to, if you do the first part, I can start at the second, with Christmas is here. Okay. Yeah? So I start? Yeah, so you start. Okay, we got this, we got this. Okay. Let's go. Hark how the bells, sweet silver bells, all seem to say, throw cares away. Christmas is here, seating a cheer to young and old, make in the bold, ding dong and dong, that is their song, with joyful ring, all carols, one thing to hear, words of good cheer from everywhere, filling the air, oh how they pound, raising the cheer, 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 oh Take that, Trans-Siberian Orchestra! That's what we do it for, honestly. Wow, that was so good! That was way better than we could have... We thought we were stumping you. Yeah, now it's officially Christmas now that we've heard that. We know here at Dial Carol. And we encourage everybody now to call with the exact same request. 217-332-1882. Yeah, feel free. 
Hey, you know, we love doing rounds. The more people here, the more circles we can do. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, Galila. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Oh. Thank you so much for calling. Have a great day. You too. Merry Christmas, Matthew. He's on the phone, so I bet he's a good one. Already singing another song. Back to work. Nova Scotia's only matchmaker, Geneva Dickey from the Book of Love Canada, here with Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5 to tackle your issues like whether or not it's too late into the holiday season to break up with your girlfriend. (laughs) It's a quarter after eight And Geneva is our date And we need you now We're knocking on your door Let us in cause it's time for Dear Geneva now Dear Geneva, so I'm only 23 years old and my girlfriend is 21 and we started dating in the beginning of last summer. As much as I love her, I'm not ready to spend the rest of my life with someone. I'm too young and need to date more. She, on the other hand, is really ready to commit and get engaged and move in together and do all of that other stuff. I've been thinking I've been thinking about breaking up with her since before Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh my gosh, for a couple months. Yeah. But she always does something so nice that I don't have the heart to do it. Now, Christmas is around the corner and I'm wondering if I should break up with her before she buys me something so nice that I'll feel guilty again. Should I just wait until the new year to break it off? I don't know what to do. See, the thing is, is that you're always going to be a bad guy because yep. it's birthdays and then it's Christmas and then it's New Year's and then it's Valentine's Day. Just yeah. break up with her. It's okay. You're going to be the bad guy regardless. Yeah. <laughs> So just do it and get it over with. If she's so ready to be moving with you and all that stuff, then yeah, you guys are on completely opposite pages. Yeah. No, yeah, that's the thing with dating is so often I hear this quite a bit, like I don't want to hurt her feelings or I don't want to hurt his feelings. And people drag out these relationships. But you know what's more unkind is wasting people's time. Exactly. And so... The sooner you break up with her, you should have brought, broke up with her in October for Thanksgiving so she can go find somebody to get married to and move in with and all that stuff. You're yeah, wasting her time. You wasted her cuffing season. <laughs> yes. You're wasting precious cuffing season's time. Yeah. Plus, if she did get him a gift and then he broke up with her, uh, you know, in the new year, yeah. does he get to keep the gift? Or, you know, should he have to return it so she can get her money back? What if her gift to him uh, is a... Uh, Getting engaged. <laughs> Usually it's the other way around, but she could do that, of especially she, she's in su- in that headspace. She could. She, she yeah. may be proposing. She could, and then you're really, then that's really going to put a damper on her Christmas when you say <laughs> no. Yeah, that will definitely make it worse. <laughs> but I wonder, because he says as much as I love her, yada, 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 I've, I think I'm too young, maybe I should date more. Oh, the rest of it. No, you're 23. I don't... uh, Is he just, like, scared that his life is locked down and he does actually love her and he is on the same page, but he's just scared Mm. because he feels he's too young? Context is important here, Geneva. We're talking with someone who did get married when he was extremely young. (laughs) I know. The minute he started saying that, I was like, oh, Foreman. No, no, no. 23 is young, Foreman. Ashley was 22 and I I was 25. I know. Best decision we ever made. (laughs) Wouldn't change it for the world. But you were never thinking about breaking up with her over Thanksgiving. That's a difference. Mm -hmm. No. And also, when he says, as much as I love her, 
I'm not ready to spend my life with someone, I'm too young and need to date more, my immediate thing is, well, then you don't really love her. Because if, if you did meet someone that you're like, I can't imagine my life without that person, you don't really think that way. Well, it's interesting because so often we think love is the be you know, the end-all to beat-all when it comes to finding a partner. But it's not. What? Timing is everything. Compatibility yeah. is so important. Um, you know, future plans, ambition level. There's so many other factors that are more important and love. Love is necessary, 100%, but if we want a longevity-based relationship, there's so much more we have to look for. Nova Scotia's only matchmaker is saying love Crushing is just love not enough. since 2017. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, she's saying timing is everything. Right. Timing, compatibility is more important than anything else, I think. But And when we're out dating, we check for physical attraction, chemistry, which then easily turns into love. Mm -hmm. And you can be physically attracted and have chemistry with lots of people. Yes. Ha compatibility is extremely rare, and that is what builds longevity in relationships, is being of similar people and compatibility. Compatibility is, I think, timing specific, because yeah. what makes you compatible is where you're at in life. Exactly, 100%, because that comes into the ambition level where you see yourself going. If he sees himself moving to Calgary and working in oil and gas and she is staying here, um, you know, starting the family and they're on completely different pages with that and she has no plans to move, then obviously that's a huge incompatibility inconsistency. Mm. And we have to have those conversations, right? So, yeah, super important. And I see where she's coming from, too, because society is telling us, get married, have babies, that is the journey that you do. And she's just following the blueprint of society. Who knows if that's even really deep down what she wants. But she's a baby. Her prefrontal cortex isn't even fully formed yet. Not until 27, Melody. We've <laughs> talked about this. She's still a baby. A baby. A baby. <laughs> so, in summary, you don't even need love. <laughs> Yes, if there's one thing that we can have from this recording is, is love is not necessary. Right. No, Foreman, it's not the most important thing. Love does not create longevity in relationships. Mm -hmm. It is very important, and you obviously have to have it, but we also have to check for these other things. But it's not at the top of the list. <laughs> Glace Bay woman delivers her own baby on the way to the hospital. Ooh, built differently in Cape Breton. <laughs> yeah, and that's one of many headlines in the news this week that we cannot make up, but we can round up like we do every Friday morning at this time. Like BC couple gets aerial escorts from Raven flying with their car driving through the Yukon for 45 minutes. Would we call that an attempted murder? <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> No, we wouldn't. Uh, anyway. It's very funny. <laughs> Fan gets finger bitten off what? during crowd fight at Coyote's Bruins game last weekend. By, by a person or by a coyote? Uh, probably by a Bruins fan. <laughs> After Elon Musk said cars can be turned into boats, Tesla spotted floating at sea. Oh, dear. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> Thomas Rhett and his family love Christmas so much. How much do they? They went to the tree lot to pick out five real trees, including one for each child's bedroom. I don't even love my children that much. <laughs> 
Imagine cleaning that every day. Fine needles. No. Fake psychic and partner sentenced in $3 million fraud scheme. Okay. Who could have seen that coming? Nope. <laughs> Study finds people that use an alarm clock are, quote, chronically tired. Well, yeah. We know! Yeah, in other news, people that have to get up at all are chronically tired. Yes! More headlines in the week uh, of the week that we can't make up, but we can round up. Ugandan toddler swallowed by hippo, <gasps> then spit back out alive. I do not want a hippopotamus for Christmas anymore. Nope, teacher is right. It is a vegetarian. <gasps> for the first time ever, no British fans were arrested at the World Cup. What? Does that have anything to do with the fact that they couldn't sell any alcohol? No. No. Still in the UK, London, England, fighting public urination with special splashback paint on streets, sidewalks, and walls. Uh, that's not going to stop a drunk person. <laughs> they won't notice. No. Uh, to the US, where Missouri man shoots KFC worker because restaurant was out of corn. <gasps> well... <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> Hallelujah. Georgia pastor wants to attract more members by growing weed in church. Ooh, I'm feeling very spiritual all of a sudden. <laughs> Every Sunday at 420. <laughs> Colorado man caught after high-speed chase in his smart car painted to look like a red and yellow little tykes car. Oh, dear. High-speed chase on that oh, thing. Oh, dear. It's adorable. Yep. Arizona man caught with inflatable Grinch in the carpool lane. <laughs> Try. Yeah. Florida cop dressed as the Grinch gives speeding drivers the choice of ticket or onion. I love that story. I wish. Can can the Halifax Bridges Patrol do that, please? <laughs> no, they'll just walk in front of you as soon as you're about to go through the booth. Uh, a few more headlines of the week that we can't make up, but we can round up. Still in Florida, Florida man throws Christmas tree at wife when asked to help with dinner. <laughs> and Florida man apologizes for setting police car on fire. He says, quote, when I get drunk, I do stupid things. Ah, well, fair enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. Did you move to the couch? Uh, I just sleep a heck of a lot better. <laughs> on the couch? On the couch. <laughs> We're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. I don't know when it was that we talked about this before. It was quite a while ago, but I'm just going to put something out there that mm -hmm. a lot more couples are now doing this since the last time that we talked. Sleeping in separate beds. Yeah. So separate rooms. Yeah. For a reason. What is the reason? Why have you changed your mind? Because we all had a good laugh about this the, the last time about why did you leave your bed, your, your shared bed for mm -hmm. some other bed? I quit smoking and I got fatter. So uh, <laughs> then I I started snoring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously. Well, yeah. At the time that we talked about this, it was like, oh, I can't believe couples are doing this. Mm -hmm. And we had, we had talked to a bunch of couples that were, that mm -hmm. swore by it. But for them, it was kind of just, well, it just kind of happened. And then we realized it was nice i think it's happening a lot more right now because everyone's sick ah so what happens and i'm speaking from experience <laughs> is that one of you decides to sleep in another area of the house because you're so sick you're coughing you're sneezing you're up all night you don't want to disturb your partner yeah and then all of a sudden you both realize hey 
we are just in general sleeping a lot better right now. Mm. We are both sleeping a lot better right now. Mm. We both have a lot more room in our bed. Mm. We're not interrupting anyone when we wake up and need to go on our phone. Mm. We're not keeping anyone up with our cough. Mm. Someone else isn't keeping us up with their stupid music on their what should be headphones, but they're not listening on their headphones. Mm. <laughs> and you think, maybe we'll just keep it like this. And now it's taken your illness. Yes. And your mindfulness of his peace and quiet and slumber. Yes. For you to leave the room because you're making noise and coughing and sneezing and hacking and all the rest of it. And women everywhere are saying, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> My husband and I share a bed. It's a clean sized bed. We have two cats and a one and a half year old and we need a king size. Oh boy. Um, Why they're all in the bed with you? Not always. Preferably the non sick person would willingly give up their well. you know, regular comfortable bed that's formed to your body and go sleep in the guest room or, or coach or whatever. But that's not usually the case. The no. non sick person doesn't have to go anywhere. See, no, no, there you no. Go. no, I think that the non sick person should be the one to move. <laughs> No, exactly. Get your disease out of our shared space. <laughs> let your let sick person be comfy. Yes. Yeah, in your own. Yeah, room. let the sick person be comfortable in their comfortable bed yes. that is conformed to their body. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. So make the otherwise healthy person go be uncomfortable and then end up getting sick because of your actions. What? Oh, oh dear. My God. Okay, I'm with you, Andrea. I agree. And then I feel like we're fighting. <laughs> That's how most of us feel with Foreman most of the time. You only fight with your loved ones, Andrea. <laughs> Doreen, thank you for calling. You were in the spare room a few weeks ago because your husband was sick. Are you? Are you still there? Well, we're back in the same room now. Are you happy about that? Doesn't sound like it. (laughs) No. (laughs) You miss the spare room. I do. It was it was a lot more peaceful. Exactly. Uh, he likes to uh, watch the TV and, and be on his phone and move around a lot. So it was a lot more peaceful on my own. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. A lot more rest. You have a, a thing. Let's say one of you is sick. That's the thing that causes you to be in separate beds mm-hmm. for the first time. And then you maybe do it for a week or so until they get better. And then you realize it's just better that way. Correct. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So why did you come crawling back? Oh, you know, it's been 38 years, so <laughs> he was like, I miss you. Aww. And you're like, I, yeah. I didn't miss you at all, sweetie. I'm sorry. I didn't miss <laughs> yeah. you at all. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally with you on this one, Melody. Yeah. <laughs> but wasn't he the one that was sick? Yes, yes, he was. Why didn't he move to the spare room? He was already in there. It was already contaminated. I'm out. <laughs> there you go. See? He can have the bed and the germ. Yeah, exactly. And then he can wash yeah. the sheets, too. Did that happen? Exactly, yes. It did? He washed them, or did he you did. end up having to? No, he did. <gasps> wow. Yeah. That's why you've been together for 38 years. Yeah. That is yes. That's true love. <laughs> Man, I can see why you came crawling back. Yeah. yeah. A man who washes the sheets. Yeah, that'll do it. Yep. Are you listening, Tom? He asks, knowing Tom is not. No, never. <laughs> we 
can't help that this is what's in the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melody and Foreman. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. You gotta love when life imitates art. Like the time that 30 Rock did a sketch called Milf Island. Coming up on the season finale of Milf Island. Holy hot mamas. But who will be the final mommy you'd like to... I came here to be number one. Coming up next here on NBC. Oh, my. It's hilarious and insane. And no way it would ever become a reality. No, it's pretend. Yes, exactly. Until 2022, when nothing is off limits and the word unprecedented no longer applies. Now we have, for your viewing pleasure, MILF Manor, where eight older women look for love with younger guys who might be each other's sons. (gasps) I was married for 14 years. I want to get a chance to do me a little... Young men have much more energy. They think out of the box. I want that. Especially in the bedroom. (laughs) I have an extremely high libido. Is that too much, Shane? I have an extremely high libido. Should I just have said a high libido? I'm ready to connect with somebody who doesn't really care how old I am. I'm just looking to have fun. It just got real. Turn it up now. I am not even going to touch how sexist and exploitive and all those things it is. And who better to give you this filth than the network behind most of the shows that have ever existed showcasing the worst of humanity? Can you guess? The Learning Channel? Ding, 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 ding! (laughs) TLC, of course. Mm. And while I jest about the whole thing, the actual reality is that I'm exactly the kind of sucker that will watch (laughs) this crap. And yes, I do hate myself for it. Mm. But speaking of people who should feel shame but inexplicably don't, Donald Trump (laughs) had announced yesterday that he had a major announcement and there were lots of theories about what it could be about. Like, Well, he's a former president of the free world. He's a leader of the free world. He's running for president again. It could be something actually major. That's exactly it. Like maybe he got a quality endorsement for his 2024 campaign. Maybe it's some details about his elusive health care plan he's been talking about for years. Maybe he was announcing a running mate that wasn't Kanye West. It could have been so many things. And it was none of those things. Not even close. Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump. Hopefully your favorite president of all time. Better than Lincoln. Better than Washington. I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection right here and right now. They're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. My official Trump digital trading cards are $99, which doesn't sound like very much for what you're getting. What are you not getting? getting? You're not getting. This isn't a spoof. This isn't an SNL spoof. This is real. Is this man capable of feeling embarrassment? Or like, do we all just need to feel it on his behalf? Because I am so embarrassed for him. It's and these are tra- these first. They're trading card NFTs. Yes. Ninety nine dollars each. You don't know which ones you're getting either. By the way, it's just like a, a pack of hockey cards from Tim Hortons. You don't know what's in there. So you pay ninety nine dollars. You get Trump as a cowboy. You pay another ninety nine dollars. You get. Damn it, Trump is a cowboy again. <laughs> and not even just Trump is a cowboy. Trump is a cowboy with the most defined six pack. Like, it's just, you gotta see them. We did post them to our Twitter and our Instagram. It, it, you gotta see it to believe it. It's like it's all the things he never was or ever will be cowboy, race car driver, astronaut, 
stealing the flame from the Statue of Liberty. You can be anything in the digital space. And by the way, this isn't even money for his campaign. He is pocketing this money. Of course he, he is. He's not doing anything for his campaign that you would normally do, like host public events, nope. sit down for interviews with major networks, nope. have a campaign manager for the nope. love of Pete. No, he's taking a much different route. The dine with anti-Semites, uh, get your family business convicted of several felonies, and hawk digital trading card route. Right and- at that shrewd businessman, right at the height of the <laughs> NFT value right yeah, now. Well, yes. Okay, so you know what? We keep saying all of this because it is cringy and embarrassing, but guess guess what? All 45,000 pieces sold within 12 hours, and he is now $4.45 million richer for it. Soap. Joke's on us. We just keep getting sick and we don't seem to really be able to get over it. No. Which seems like most of us, although some people have been able to stay healthy and we don't understand how or why or who you are. Mm -hmm. But there are some, some people who exist. Now, Shelby, you were one of these people, but you're you're sick now. Thanks, Foreman. Is it oh, the flu? Thanks, Foreman. RSV? No, it's not the flu, Foreman. Oh, what did you do, Foreman? Yes. <gasps> Give you COVID? Oh, no. No, but remember our conversation last week where you told me to shut my mouth? <laughs> right. Shelby, this is informed. I'm sorry, but that means it's not Foreman's fault. It's yours. I know. That's why you don't say that. That's like that's yeah. like being in a hockey game where you're about to get a, a shutout or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, man, we're going to get a shutout. Well, then you know what's going to happen? Yep. You're not. Nope, they score a goal. Yeah. And, and as soon as you I made know. a joke about, you know, maybe I shouldn't be saying this, you got COVID. <laughs> yep. For the first time, like I hadn't had it yet. And yeah. I haven't been sick since COVID. And I work for the hospital. Like uh, oh. I work for Nova Scotia Health. Well, we, I mean, we really hope you get better soon. Of course we do. Who gets, who gets COVID for the first time in fall 2022? Uh, Hand up. Yeah, good point. My whole family. <laughs> <laughs> and if you like an example of Shelby's extreme confidence a week ago when she <laughs> called to proclaim how healthy she is, mm-hmm. let's take a little trip down memory lane. Ah, shall we? Shelby called for the first time. I work in healthcare. I used to work in the COVID vaccine clinic and the testing center. I now work in a mental health clinic. But I have not had COVID, and I have not gotten sick yet. (gasps) I feel as though saying you have not got COVID is is like testing fate. It's like Um, saying... I've I've said it a bunch, and (gasps) me and my sister in the summer... It was going to sound gross. We shared a piece of watermelon because I like like the closer to the rind stuff and she doesn't. That's okay. I don't like like the flushy pink stuff in the middle. That's not a so, shareable fruit. Oh, Foreman. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm with you on this one. Foreman's just... Foreman... If, <laughs> some things are easily shareable. Some things are anal. sloppy. <laughs> but literally, Foreman... Two days later, my sister messaged me and was like, I just tested positive for COVID. And I didn't get it from her. Wow. You, I don't know. I would, um, and I mean this in the nicest way, I would shut my mouth about it. (laughs) Because you see those dark clouds brewing in the distance, Shelby? We we can't see them. They're only coming for you. (laughs) 
no offense. I mean, you already know, but as soon as I walked in here, I had to crack the door, and it's still cracked open right now. You don't still smell. Your olfactory fatigue has kicked in. You don't still smell that egg. No, I don't. It was. I was almost going to have to leave the room for a bit. To oh, my be God, really? Yeah. It really was. A, I've had that sandwich. I happen to like the egg and cheese on an English muffin from Tim Hortons as my breakfast of choice when I don't have time to have breakfast at home. I, I have, like them too. Yeah, I've had it in here yeah. many times and you haven't had a problem, but today's no. was very I don't know aromatic. What the, yeah, it's I guess when you're not expecting a, a strong egg scent in a little booth of a room yeah. that we're in now, I guess it hits you a lot. I guess it's because I had it before you came in and usually I have it when you're already here. Yeah, good yeah. point. Yeah. Uh, my question to you is then, can you smell me right now? I... Didn't until I walked past you. Yeah. And I still am quite congested, so I can't smell a lot. Mm-hmm. But I smelled you. Mm-hmm. And it was flowery. I don't know if that's the right term, but that's all I smell now. It's already overpowered the egg smell. That's cleared out. Yeah. All I smell is this best selling aroma that I'm wearing for the first time and the last time. <laughs> You mean your Jack Black from your Secret Santa, who you still don't know who it is? Yes, part of my Jack Black refresh and restore uh, gift set, which was clearly in a bargain bin at Winners or something. It mm-hmm. had to have been in our uh, office Secret Santa $20 limit gift, where I got a pure, clean, daily facial cleanser, a turbo wash energizing cleanser for hair and body, and the turbo body lotion energizing gel moisturizer. The honestly, the the like hair and body and the facial cleanser don't really smell like much. No. And I wore, I used it for the first time two days ago, and didn't smell anything afterwards. So in my mind, perfect. I don't want to smell like anything. No. I don't want to smell bad, but I don't want to smell like anything. No. If I were to get you something like a some sort of body wash, or so, I feel like I'd get you something that just smells like clean soap, like just something clean, yeah. like just not not a fragrance. No, this is described as rosemary extract and eucalyptus combining to invigorate the senses, cool and refresh the skin. Oh no, eucalyptus is way too strong of a scent to have on your body. Mm-hmm. The prickly pear seed oil and aloe provide quick absorbing, clean feeling hydration. Oh. Perfect for use after a shower or anytime skin feels dry. Fun fact, that's all wrong. <laughs> Your skin still feels not moisturized? It does not. It feels tight, dry, not moisturized, and I stink. And you stink. I stink so bad. Yeah, you do. You're you're right now that coworker that we have rules for in offices that are scent-free. Yes. Yeah, it's And I'm not even trying to cover up my hidden dart (laughs) (laughs) addiction. Nope. Nope. You just stink. I just stink. And now I am that. You know, here I thought I was getting gifted this because I might be that guy. (laughs) And now you are that guy. (laughs) Text 902-425-1035. Write Melody and Foreman on socials. Or email Melody and Foreman at hotcountry1035.ca.